Not long in the future, in another version of our galaxy, the gravity-warping mass effect was discovered by humanity. So too did they find the mass relays left behind by an ancient civilization that make galactic travel possible. As humanity's horizons expanded, they discovered dozens of established civilizations and species, with the galactic governance of the Citadel claiming to be the heart of it all. Thousands of species have evolved and died in this galaxy's history, leaving behind memories and devices both mundane and devastating. Thousands more will do the same once our story concludes, but somewhere in this swirling mess of light and stone and time are three curious souls whose lives are about to unexpectedly intertwine. Welcome to our first session of Dice Weave, Mass Effect. I'm Alex Conwell. I use they, them, theirs pronouns. I am the Game Master. More like Gay Master. Yeah. Got him. I can go next. Uh, I am Nathan Bertram. I use he, him, and his pronouns. And my character is Kane Victus. He's a Turian spy who's kind of entering his uh, retirement phase. Uh, he, yeah, he's getting up there in years, and it's coming towards the end of his career. So he has uh, used up his banked vacation days to do and to take care of some personal business so is this like a union space situation like it's part of the citadel intelligence okay that, okay yeah. that makes sense turians are a humanoid species that resemble raptors with a slightly metallic carapace and spiny head fringes uh i guess i'll go because i interrupted again uh, my name is Mackenzie Easton i go by she her hers pronouns and my character is Ziratum Larnovum, just Zira for short, a Quarian engineer. Uh, Quarian? Quarian? Quarian. Yeah, and I've actually never played any of the Mass Effect games, so all secondhand knowledge here, folks, is going to be great. Anyways, she is out on her pilgrimage, but has some conflicted feelings about why, like, how long she's been out and is looking for something to bring back but is mostly just like out like partying because she's very excited by everything in the universe that isn't her house ship yeah who is your uh your inspiration for this character uh she's got the like anxiety and energy of rapunzel from the tangled movie but a space adventurer and her parents aren't like evil witches they're just like normal quarians probably a little on the protective side but you know she's not gonna see them again ever anyways even if she does go back quarians are a humanoid species that are almost never seen outside of their vacuum sealed suits due to their fragile immune systems their suits tend to have decorative fabrics and embroidered patterns oh, howdy mysterious strangers my name is will i use he him his i am playing a hanar named Leander, and um they are but a uh, humble historian. That is all. Hanar are a fluorescent aquatic species that resemble Earth's jellyfish. They can live on land using anti-gravity devices, and their bioluminescent speech is translated into audio by an automatic translator. What's, what's, what does your character look like? They are a Hanar, and they're in like a little very, very custom-made suit. And they've got sort of a uh, little 
uh, what, what, what's the name for the hat? Um, I'm gonna say it's like a trilby. It sounds, yeah, it's definitely a trilby. <laughs> Hanar are space elves, and I refuse to believe otherwise. This one. This one does not understand this one. I was told by the internet that this hat would make them more approachable. <laughs> And I believe Lexi said earlier that this whole team has a presence of, like, two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody has a presence over two. Yeah. So, uh, uh, I'm just to see how you justified these randos hanging out together, because we did not settle on that before this. Yeah, I uh, spent a week trying to make sure that everything makes sense, and it came together like yesterday. Um, Deadline's a magical force that creates creativity through anxiety. (laughs) Definitely the case if you have ADHD. (laughs) Okay. So we're going to start. We start on a planet called Epho in the Crescent Nebula, kind of on the edge between the Attican Traverse, and the Terminus systems. Epho is a relatively unremarkable planet that was once mined by the Arthen, a species long dead. And uh, it's a little chilly, like 42 degrees Fahrenheit today, which is something like 5 Celsius for those Canadians in this group. (laughs) And for every other person besides Americans on the planet. Uh, so it's like chilly jacket weather. Like today in Winnipeg. Yeah. And right now, the three of you are in various places in a, a pop-up town called Aterrasage. Aterrasage is a town that supports the local digging operations. There's a bunch of ruins on Ifo. There's also a fair bit of mineral resources um a terrasage in particular is kind of located near some digging sites some ruins that people are interested in uh kane is the first person we will kind of look at as to being in, in town so where do you want to go what do you want to do who do you want to be we can build this town as we go uh do i have any contacts here or given that it's like a pop-up is it fairly new it's it's a it's an established town. Like it's mm-hmm. it's small, it's a temporary town, but it can be here. It's been here for at least a few okay. months. Um possibly a year or so. I mean, it it's not so new that it doesn't have any infrastructure. Um there are bars because people like bars. All right. Uh Kane is going to find the nearest kind of gathering spot whether that's a a bar or an inn or something and just get a lay of the land try and get some information we'll do this classic dungeons and dragons style <laughs> yes we begin in a bar <laughs> yeah so you do know that the the thing that caught your eye was cabbage heavy industrial i'm sorry cabbage or cabbage cabbage you're going to have to repeat that because I did not hear the difference. Cabbage. Like, oh, my cabbages. Okay, got it. Yes, like my cabbages. 
I right. refrained from calling it Cabbage Corp for copyright reasons. <laughs> My cabbages! Okay, we're good. I, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't hearing cabbages where there weren't any. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, you you know that Cabbage Heavy Industrial kind of caught your eye for these personal reasons. And they're kind of funneling some money into one of these dig sites that a surprising amount. So, yeah, you can go look around. All right. Uh, I'm going to head to Cabbage Heavy Industrial, wherever Well, the they don't have much of a presence They don't here. have much of a um, presence here. And you don't know which dig site it is. Oh, okay. Um, well, in that case, I will continue to the nearest uh, gathering spot and try and uh, overhear or strike up some conversation to get some info. Okay. Yeah. You... Uh, you go to a you know local watering hole. What's the name of this watering hole? Do we think? For, I think it's something Pioneer Days, something kind of the watering hole. The thirsty cabbage. <laughs> the, the, the the drunken Hanar. The drunken Hanar. <laughs> the drunken Hanar. You go to the drunken Hanar, a place that th- there's not a lot of Hanar on this dig so it it's kind of a it's kind of a thing where maybe other hanar wouldn't necessarily appreciate it but some people think it's funny because (laughs) hanar anything is kind of funny (laughs) all right so you go to the drunken hanar it's um it's got you know it's it's got walls it's a place it's got walls it's a place (laughs) i swear it's totally a place and not a fake construct it's already meeting all of my standards (laughs) you walk in and there's a drill at the bar uh, a drill woman who just got you know drill green skin they're kind of lizard people there's there's undertones of red in her greenish skin um there's some people around the bar I think if anyone else wants to be in the bar, they can be. I think there's some off time from your typical work. Although, if you are or are not in this bar, is up to you. Right. I, I'd say I, I'd say I'm here. I am just got done with uh, setting the preparations for a particularly exciting, uh, a particularly exciting day. It's going to we're we're ready for a pretty big discovery on the dig site, which. Uh, my, which my character is firm member of, being a uh, historian, and uh, I'm currently sitting with my uh, working buddies, and they all, they all probably have a drink, and I'm just kind of chilling. Can I just be one of the working buddies? Can I have just already like joined in because I heard this was going to be an exciting dig, and I'm like fixing all of the machines when they break down. Totally. Okay, because makes my life easier. I want to be. <laughs> In in where things are exciting, you want to be where the people are. I want to be where the ancient artifacts are, <laughs> but the people are a bonus. Yeah. All right. So I think what immediately catches my eye when I walk into this bar is the Hanar wearing a custom tailored suit. Uh, <laughs> so I want to sidle up to that table and just try and overhear what they're talking about. For those who may not have may not know, and I may have forgotten to mention this, uh, Hanar are jellyfish. They they are they are jellyfish. Basically, they've got like ten tentacles ish, 
I think it's like between six and ten, depending on like what panel you're looking at, like what an like what angle camera angle is on them at any given moment. It's kind of, I think it's ten, but it's it's weird. But he's got like six to ten tentacles, and between those numbers is the four Hanar genders. (laughs) (laughs) Now, is this a six tentacle, the ten tentacle, an eight or nine? This. This one has nine tentacles. Interesting. It is good to fit in the in its custom-made suit. Do you not think it fashionable? I love the suit. How many <laughs> arms of this suit do you have versus your legs? How many pant legs versus how many sleeves? I have... I have, like, two pant legs and two sleeves. The pant legs and sleeves are entirely arbitrary, and all of the other tentacles are just kind of hanging out with no real rhyme or reason. (laughs) Wait, so is it a vest with sleeves and pant legs? It's like like if you, like, put, put, like, a very sort of wide vest type suit wrap it around the jellyfish and then just arbitrarily give like two pant legs to two of the tentacles and then two slightly shorter like sleeves to two of the other tentacles and, and they're both obviously drooping down because of how the header is so it it looks very goofy but <laughs> I would like to make it canon that this is the first Hanar Zara has ever met and so she believes that all of them dress like this <laughs> You have you've seen this big old Hanar. Is Will's character like gaslighting Kenzie's into believing that the Hanar wear suits? I just or... don't think she asked because she doesn't she want to be just, rude. Okay, fine, cool. Like, right. She's very nice to other people. She's enthusiastic and curious, but has learned from some trial and error not to just like ask a zillion questions about the customs of other aliens, like. Like, oh, all of these people wear these suits, that's fine. Like, at this point, she's run into, like, three different species that require unique outfits, so she just deals with it. I mean, I just showed up acting like I was always here, and I've been healthy, and I've been helpful enough to not, to have people just kind of roll with it. So people not really asking questions about my whole deal probably checks out. (laughs) Anyway. My relationship with him at this point is... Technically, I work for him in the sense that he's, like, one of the leaders of the expedition, but for the most part, I'm, like, dealing with the machinery and, like, listening every time he goes on a ramble about any of the stuff they've found because, like, very interested in that, but mostly, like, not personal relationship, just kind of, like, around. Quick question. What are your character pronouns? My character pronouns are she, her. her Everyone's. I I think the... Uh, he, him, his. Hanar don't really have genders, so I'm going with they. Or this one, or it. It d- d- depends. What I'll probably, like, refer to my character as they, but since Hanar don't refer to themselves in first-person pronouns, it is very rude. I'll probably just say this one or it. It's, it's more, less rude than it is way too personal. Mm. Seems to be the vibe that I got. It's just like... You know how in Japan they have, like, uh, I can't remember the word, like, suffixes that denote, like, which oh, yeah. 
like familiarity of level you are with the person in language. English doesn't really have any comparison to that, but it seems like hen are are following that kind of system of like you have to be very close to someone before you can use their like proper titles and names and singular pronouns and whatnot. So yeah, I I will like sidle up close to their table inconspicuously and uh, listen in on their conversation. Can you roll an inconspicuous check for me? <laughs> um, you're, you're not. Oh, Tombo, no. You're not the DM. The cat just walked across the keyboard. Seriously, he just gets to do that inconspicuously and not get noticed, even though he's like an eight foot tall Turian dude. Turians aren't that big. I mean, my character doesn't really care. I'm, 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 I'm currently monologuing. Um. True. I'm probably listening quite intently, so I probably don't care. I mean, I'm not doing anything shady. I mean, it's up to you guys. I think. I'm current. I think I'm like currently in conversation with the other people in the bar, and like you are there, and I think like maybe I will. Uh, you know, drift off and recognize his existence in a little bit. For the time being, I don't think I will immediately, like, drop what I'm doing to be, like, a new person just walked in the bar. I mean, maybe he just lives here. Maybe he's uh, just someone I haven't seen yet. But uh, for the time being, I am just going to be uh, continuing my little... Since I'm uh, I'm not sure that Hannah, like, really imbibe in alcohol, I'm not even sure how that works... They, one of the things that is canon is they actually take, they'll consume hallucinogenic fish called mind fish. So if you want to order one of those, if you want one of those ordered, like, uh, waiter, can you come Not by? during work hours. All right. This one is very responsible. Um, I am in a, like, suit preventing me from dying of any random illness around here, so I'm probably not getting, like, a drink from the shady bar. Yeah, no. This, so I'll just be, like, chilling with my, uh, like, considerably burlier, well, not, like, super burlier, but I am just surrounded by, like, various other, like, more mixture of, like, historians and slash people just handling big stuff. Um, I'm not in, and I'm just kind of chatting aimlessly to anyone who will listen. Okay, I want to address this, this now. How do and do I eat and drink with the suit? Yeah, I think it's just kind of assumed that there's like a port that you can deal with. D- different species eat different kinds of food. Like Turians and Quarians can't eat human food because they have different like amino acid bases and stuff. I think Quarians, like there's definitely like some kind of paste that you're able to eat for sure. A lot of places serve a variety of things that some people can eat and others can't just be for the variety. So, I mean, you can eat something, but just checking that this is a thing that makes sense. It's like a tube of astronaut food, basically. Oh yeah. yeah. Gogurt. Mashed potato flavored gogurt. <laughs> Cute lime. Um... <laughs> the drill who is currently working. There's not a whole lot of other wait staff in the place, but there's not many patrons other than this group. Uh, the drill comes by. Your sp- space go- your space gogurt. We're <laughs> <laughs> oh, doing great. <laughs> oh boy. Oh dear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Wonderful. Your anagram of space gogurt. Ah, uh, nutrient paste. My favorite. Thanks. <laughs> this one will refrain from ordering, while you. S- while your inventory 
does contain items that it may enjoy. It would perhaps like to return for a celebration after work hours. I got you, Ozil Yonder. I I know you, you're you're good at staying off the buzz on work hours. And I, I heard there's a big old thing coming up today. Oh, yes. This one is very excited. I This one is honored to be in the company of such and such talented and dedicated workers. And it has reason to believe that today is the day that the fruits of the labors of this one and its friends shall see fruition. We are to uncover something that will be invaluable for research, along with my benefactor's interests. There's a Batarian seated at this this little group table thing. Oi, isn't there some bigwig coming now, down today for this? That is what this one was informed of. They were very generous to give our humble archaeology operation a non-trivial amount of funding. It is very exciting that this one and its friends will get to meet such a generous benefactor. It is a very exciting and monumentous occasion. I'm just here for the explosions. An admirable cause, as explosions are in of itself a kind of knowledge, and knowledge is beauty. At least intentional explosions. If it's unintentional, I'll have to clean up after it, and I'd rather not have more stuff distracting me from the very exciting dig. I I I didn't mean to do the last. Listen, Look, it's okay, Barry. It was a controlled explosion, but it it's okay. It, it became not controlled, and it it was a bad time. It's fine. Don't worry. I I got the tractor mostly working again. <laughs> this one believes there is beauty in failure. Failure brings forth knowledge in of itself. Though maybe this one would prefer to prevent this to prefer to prevent this kind of knowledge in such an important day. There is, there are other times to learn. And at this point, uh, they're going to look at this very imposing courier that has been just kind of watching us this whole time. Greetings, stranger. This one is pleased to make your acquaintance. Oh, what... Are you also here for the, uh, uh the... <clears throat> Yes, um, hello. Uh, I would like to purchase a round of, uh, beverages for the table. And, uh, he will flag down the, uh, bartender. Aw, that's awfully sweet. Hi, my name's Zira. Um, hello, yes, that, sorry, the cat. <laughs> Oh, there's a try, space cat. <laughs> trying to keep the cat away from the recording equipment. I have him. This one is called Osileander. I. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Um. Yes, mine is. I'm Barry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, it's nice to meet you all. <clears throat> My name is. Um, uh, and he looks around the room, and uh, 
he just like picks something at random. He sees a lamp. He goes, "My name's um, Loomis." <laughs> Carl Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. A fascinating name. It seems that you, too, pursue the light of knowledge and exploration. Is Carl not a human name? I mean, I ran into a human Carl. Maybe it's one of those ones that's both cultures. Sorry, I don't mean to be offensive. It's nice to meet you, Carl. No, oh, of course not. <clears throat> My, uh... My uncle was human on my mother's side. How interesting. Anyway, don't think too hard about that. Um, <laughs> I am here seeking knowledge, uh, actually. I was um, just overhearing you talking about this uh, this funding. This uh, There's some bigwig coming uh, to, to help fund your dig. Um, it's I... so exciting! We're finding so many interesting relics, and the machines are working a lot better now that Barry stopped exploding things. You should really come check it out. They're not that interesting. I would love to. In fact, I happen to um, <clears throat> represent uh, an interested uh, funding party myself who <gasps> is um, looking for, you know, more people to uh, to to fund to bring up uh, artifacts. <laughs> And I would love to meet the other investors of this dig site. Can you roll a deception check, please? <laughs> yes, I can. Just... I can absolutely roll a deception check. How were you a spy? <laughs> this is like late in your career. You're so... Also, even if, even if this is true, my, 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 my character has questions. <laughs> Right. My character doesn't because she mostly just wants to know more about how this Turian has a human uncle because she knows about the war and she's like convinced herself that this is some kind of insane star-crossed lover situation she needs to know more about. Alright, um, what's the check? Uh, yeah, give me um, three purples and a black die. Oh boy. Okay. Specifically, um, Barry is... Okay, one success and one threat. Oh my god, okay. Well, that checks out, but uh, <laughs> not sure about uh, human uncle. Was it, you sure it was an uncle? I don't know much about about uh, humans. Never mind, don't worry about me. It was, it, was, uh, it was adopted. This one has questions, if you would not mind. You... Exclaim! You stated that you are here on the behalf of another interested party, and while I detect honesty in your voice, this one must express its concerns. Are you here by any chance to undercut this one's benefactors? While I... Well, this is going to be a lot to take used to... <clears throat> Yeah, and you know about you know about uh, Cabbage Heavy Industrial, like, or at least as a as a company that's funding. So, just so you know the name, right? It, the 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 company is literally called Cabbage. The company is Cabbage Heavy Industrial. Chi for short. This one's benefactors, the the company so referred to as Cabbage Heavy Industrial, seemed to imply that they were the sole benefactors and that they would 
than seem to have personal interest in the findings. This one would like to inform you that you perhaps may want to discuss your matters with them so that they did not get an incorrect impression of your good and your fair intentions. Yes, you see, that is exactly what I want to do, and that is exactly why I am here. I would like to meet with the representatives from Cabbage Heavy Industrial and see if we can work out some kind of arrangement, because my associates are very interested in these artifacts. This one admires your tenacity. It notes that you have picked a fine uh, a fine day to attempt your negotiations while this one's benefactors have been terse about their dealings. It wishes you the best of luck in your negotiation attempts. At this point, um, I'm they're going to raise up a uh, notably empty glass and just say, to progress. To progress, and she lifts her tube of nutrition paste. <laughs> There's to progress, indeed. To blowing up old shit. <laughs> oh, Barry. <laughs> well, okay, it's mostly the door, the, the rock around the old shit, but to, to blowing up old shit, it's easier to say. It rolls off the tongue better. This one believes that the knowledge acquired from your explosions can exist in tandem with the knowledge of the aforementioned old shit. Thank you. This uh, someone is nice to me about this. <laughs> I, it's, I'm a demolitions expert here. You all know this. It, it's just we do not really appreciate it. You seem to think look down on us. It's rude. <laughs> This one appreciates your support and knows that you are trying your best. Zira just kind of like side-eyes him. <laughs> People who waste perfectly good resources by exploding them feel a little bit weird to her, but uh, she doesn't have any reason to believe he's not a good dude yet. Yes, uh, demolitions are uh, very, very important. Tamarin, where, where's that? Uh, those drinks that the, our new friend here ordered? Yes, right here. Uh, Tamarin, the drill bartender, kind of walks up and plops down some more stuff. Uh, you, you be good out there. I, I think your your shifts are coming up. Why did I? My accents are shifting all over the place. It's fine. Also, you named this character after a small monkey. Interesting. <laughs> it was it was syllables. I threw syllables together. Looks like your shifts uh coming around. So I would. Make sure you drink up before you go. Don't want to be caught drinking on the job. Indeed. It is a, a very monumentous event today. This one would hope that that all of its friends will be at their peak faculties. <clears throat> yeah, drink up, everybody. All of my new friends. Uh, um, Hanar, I'm sorry. Your name is a lot. It is all right. Do you know where I could meet the representatives of your benefactor. If you are finding difficulty with its name, this one will not take offense for you to only use the first few syllables. Some of this one's acquaintances also take advantage of this. As for your question, this one does not know. 
this one's benefactors have kept information about their proceedings very limited. This one does not mind. The money that they have prov- the money and resources they have provided us have been very real. Okay, uh, well, in that case, um, here is uh, my my Omnitool contact info. Uh, just like send me a text or whatever when they come by, and uh, we can I can set up a meeting. Are you sure you don't want to come tour the dig site first? See it firsthand. Smell the dirt. I'm, I've been told it smells. This one is unsure if if, uh, if allowing newcomers onto the dig site will be up to code, but considering the nature of today, this one may be willing to let new visitors bask in the newfound knowledge we are to uncover. Uh, I, I wouldn't want to impose, but uh, if you would allow it, I would love to see the dig site. Ah, oh, come with me. Tell me more about your family. The clock above the door that uh, is optim It's both a, a clock that tells time on the planet, but it also shows when shift changes are. It dings for the shift change. Uh, you guys are now off the uh, back on the clock, so you better get back to the dig site. Ozai, Leander, um, Ozzy. Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy works just fine. Um, like, floats up from whatever chair that they were kind of slorped on. Hovering <laughs> slightly over. Um, and with with uh, one of his sleeved tentacles, uh, gestures for everyone else to follow as they float outside the door. Zero follows and, like, puts her hand out for uh, Kane to follow. I mean, with Carl, I guess, oh, at this yes, point. This is my pseudonym. Like, does a little wave. <laughs> Kane, despite being mostly after information about their uh, funders, he uh, decides to go along just to keep up his cover. <laughs> oh, and don't so forget to cover follow. your tab! <clears throat> you bought everyone drinks. <laughs> you, see ta- you see Tamarin just like tapping her rolling her fingers across the counter trust me you don't want to mess with her i've seen her screw with some people i'll pay my tab i'm not some kind of monster sorry (laughs) just got all excited (laughs) how how much is that for a newcomer mm, 12 credits all around cheap bar for a newcomer get some goodwill going also, I don't know how much drinks cost in real life. <laughs> <laughs> a lot? Usually too much? No. That's fine. I don't know. I know nothing about Whatever, alcohol. That's fine. We're good. Yeah. Uh, moving on. The kind of base camp area where administration happens is not very far. You, The group of you walk down there, and then um, there is... At coming out of one of the tents, it's like it's not really a tent. It's like a, it's more of a tent roof. It's not really with a, a couple sides, but at, around waddles a volus that Zira and Ozzy know as Gort, hey, Gort, the kind of head head digger of this site. Kind of make make sure everything is running properly. How's it going, Gort? Salutations, Gort. Where have you been? 
We told you before we left you could come for drinks if you wanted to. Well, the the representative from Cabbage is here. She's apparently landing at the dig site. You guys need... You, Ozzy, you need to get out there so that they can blow the gate. Of course. This, it will do everything it can to make sure the process goes smoothly. Um, Don't the- be late, er, then you already are. I believe that may have partly been my fault. I apologize. Carl Loomis. He has a human uncle. What are you doing here? I represent a party interested in helping fund this uh, this dig. I was hoping to speak to the representatives from uh, Cabbage and uh, maybe work out some kind of arrangement. You're you're interested in funding this dig, helping fund this dig. Well, we've we've can certainly. Uh, I would. It would be an honor to be gain even more funds. We could buy some more equipment. Yeah, we could probably replace that tractor that Barry blew up. Oi. I didn't expect it to be there. The the tractor, the explosion, it was a scheduled explosion. It's not my fault someone parked it in the wrong place. Am I, like, here for this, or have I already floated off to do what was assigned of me? That's up to you, man. I am going to, um, I, I'm going to be floating away and then float a little bit backwards to, uh, to, um, to say yes. This one... We'll be sure to make sure any chem- alchemical knowledge Jesus is performed. <laughs> it is performed with safely and without mechanical expense. <laughs> He's sliding more and more into Oric. Uh, season zero of Dice Weave. Oi, Ozai, you'll you'll go. You, where do you think you're going? You need to. You need you need to get to the, the the trucks. But of course, this should this one tell its benefactors about this newfound business arrangement. They're they're already there. Tell them on the way. Tell them once you get there. Very well, and I will fully float away. Zira, drive him. Drive. I don't tr- I don't trust that fish with driving the the yeah. trucks. Oh. Uh, Ozzy, I can drive you. That way you can get your uh, suit all in order to make sure you look as fancy as possible. Your kindness is very appreciated. Very well. It it will accompany you. Oh, uh, Carl, you wanted to meet these guys. You just get in the back and we'll let you know when you can come out, all right? That that sounds good to me. I will just sit back here and uh, and, uh, enjoy the ride. Please don't piss off, Lady Cabbage. I'll do my best. Wasn't talking to you, although I should have been. <laughs> this one is always polite and helpful. Do not worry. I will make you proud. Well, this w- it will make you proud. <laughs> so, Carl, have you ever actually had a cabbage? I know that it's not good for our immune systems, but since you have a human uncle and I, that maybe you knew whether or not they were worth all the fuss. What is a Turian diet? They're they're basically birds of prey, right? Yeah, pretty much. They they are primarily meat, but they I think they can eat some vegetable matter, but I don't know if the like amino acid basis of cabbage is healthy for Turians. I've never had okay, cabbage, well. <laughs> and I know the company's called Cabbage Corp, so I've been asking everybody. <laughs> Nobody's had cabbage here. Uh all right, then I'm just gonna like bullshit my way through this. Uh, well, you see, my uncle is adopted, um, but uh, he 
he did very much enjoyed cabbage and i did try it on several occasions it's uh it's got a very kind of um a light kind of earthy flavor to it you know mm. um basically like uh like watery grass kind of stuff interesting um, yeah, it's, i wonder uh, if they're going for a down to earth as the humans say kind of aesthetic with their company image like that thank you i think we're just going to assume that you're already driving so that Bort, oh i've Gort been driving doesn't... this whole time i just okay. like look back and converse i i'm i'm like a really casual driver good beep, beep. uh so yeah it's it's about a five minute drive uh to the dig site and you get there there's some more tents outside a few people kind of milling about there is a personal shuttle landed near the site, and there's kind of a rampy bit that goes down into the earth that has been dug out, and looks like someone's waiting, standing at the top with just, like, hands on hips. Describe yeah. someone, because there's a lot of ways a someone can be in this universe. I think another Volus. Yeah, we're going to okay. go with that. It's another Volus. For those who don't know what Volus are... Volus are short, very round uh, aliens that exist in these heavy pressure suits that make sure that they don't just kind of explode because they are from a very high pressure planet and also are ammonia based. Everything about non ammonia stuff is toxic. Now that you've left a terrasage, um, you will need to put on some breathing masks. Well, not the Quarian, but you, the rest of you will need to put on some breathing masks or modified breathing masks, as the case may be for the Hanar, um, because this planet is very heavy in carbon dioxide, just as far as its atmosphere goes. Just kind of a thing about EFO. All the same difference um, to me. Yeah. It's, I have one in my gear if they don't have yeah. ones for guests. so I'm there. Good. There's some in the truck, although I think... Ozil Yonder yeah, would, would know this and would have, have a mask of some sort. He doesn't have a face. It's like probably a weird Mass Effect air filtration system. It's not actually clear how Hanar breathe anyway. Hanar are very strange and use gravity fields to move because technology keeps them out of water, but it's not exactly clear how Hanar. <laughs> yeah, it's Hanar, despite being jellyfish, have skulls. This is canon. This is official canon from Bioware. Interesting. The company that made Mass Effect. This one does not even know what it is made out of. It is. This one's bodily functions are an e are a surprise every day. <laughs> Oh, you, you should you probably get, get that, that checked out. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's with, been with you the whole time and in unison. Was Barry also was Barry in the back of the truck with Carl while I was yeah. like probing him about cabbages. Yes. <laughs> oh, Barry. All right. It's Ozzy's responsibility to go talk to the the Volus, and I just kind of like stay in the car. I guess I don't know. You're not going to, like, go to see the thing? This is the location, like... Oh, right. I'll just take Carl, Carl on a tour. Hey, Carl! While the business stuff gets dealt with, uh, started, do you want to you wanna check out the basics of the uh, the dig site? 
Yes, absolutely. I would love a tour. Uh, so as you start to wander off, uh, the Volus calls out to Ozil Yonder and Ozile Yon. Ozzy. At some point, we'll work out its proper pronunciation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even sure I know. <laughs> calls out to Ozzy and Barry, uh, and you know this to be Tort, Bor- uh, Gort's brother. Salutations, Tort. To what is this one owed the privilege? You're late. The cabbage is already down at the at the explosion site. Barry, get down there. Why is everyone late? Very well. This one offers its sincerest apologies as, as they glide towards the dig site. Carl and Sierra. Basically, there's a few small tents here with some people. Like, there's crates of gear, like lights and digging gear not digging gear but like analysis stuff and things that can help carry things back to the uh, back to a terrassage yeah there's there's not a whole lot here but you can uh introduce it if you want so this is the dig site that's the tent where people put on their masks so that they don't die of carbon dioxide poisoning luckily i've got this suit oh ooh, 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 over here is my locker and I found this rock a few days ago with a weird swirl on it, and I thought it might be some kind of a relic, but it turns out it's just a snail skeleton. But that's still really cool. Sorry. Am I being obnoxious? I'm trying not to be obnoxious, but I can't take you down to the lower levels without supervision, so I'm just kind of showing you what's on the surface here. <clears throat> oh, no, it's fine. Um, what, uh, what kind of supervision do you require? Uh, just just somebody who's who's got clearance to go into the deeper levels. I just stay on top and fix machinery mostly. So, um, uh, you know what? I bet Ozzy is probably meeting up with the cabbage guy by now. Cabbage person? Ca- cabbageian? By now, we should probably go go check it out. Yeah, Ozzy is specifically the one who has the clearance to head down to yeah. the place. Also Barry, because he's gotta blow something up well anybody who's like down down who's working in the down level i'm like a mechanic well then by mm. all means let's go and see ozzy we can find oz by following this yellow brick road yeah ozzy you can start to float down um tort is kind of waddling down the thing as your your friends begin to walk up to you i mean i assume that i floated straight to a cabbage lady while this was okay. happening because i i'm running late this is I, they want to be polite. I mean, if like if you guys catch up to me, like I assume that didn't take very long. I mean, I guess like is where's Cabbage Lady waiting exactly? Yeah, I mean, basically what's needed is Barry and you to kind of be watching um, and ready to help analyze early stuff. Um, as you go down the ramp, there are some barricades set up to kind of avoid any debris. Standing kind of off to the side in one corner, like over off to the side, are a couple guards, uh, human guards. They are in just masks full, full. They're carrying a couple rifles and a human woman. She's a human woman. She has shoulder length reddish hair. Um, she looks like she's got a small pistol strapped to her side. Like a nice looking space suit. Kane, uh, if you see this person, you do recognize this I person. Was, I was gonna ask that. Barry runs off into position. She's kind. Of, she's facing away from you, 
standing, shoulders crossed, or arms crossed, kind of waiting. Salutations. It is an honor to finally meet, to finally meet in person. This one apologizes for the delay. It appears that that the shift clocks of the just get this party started i just want we want to get in there right but of course yes it will it will make make the preparations to begin right away preparations Um, are all done from the looks of it excellent this one and its workers did try to organize things as well as as well as they could before uh before you, your your arrival, so we shall let us begin. Not being able to use we is so hard. I know. This one shall begin. Tort uh, says, "Everyone, get to cover." Barry, fire! I assume people get into cover, and Barry pushes a thing, and the rock just explodes outward. And revealing an old metal door. It's hanging on its hinges. Um, revealing a dark interior. Very well. This this one shall lead the way. This one has been it has been looking forward to this day. And the 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 one of the sleeved jackets has an army tool on the tentacle, and they are going to just raise it up and activate its little flashlight and gently push the um barely intact door to the side and uh, look through. What, what do I see? I'm, I'm like peering behind as closely as I can possibly get without being obnoxious. Or at least what I think is not being obnoxious. Everyone who belongs there um, kind of shuffles in, start to head in, shine some lights around the room. And what you see is a lot of broken... Maybe the remains of broken furniture, like if it had turned to dust and you can kind of see that that might have been like a chair, but it's, it's mostly just pretty dark metal walls. There's what almost could, I mean, one could make the connection of a counter or something. There are some doors leading further in. Um, there's not a whole lot in this room. Can, um, I look at, uh. Like is the furniture particular? Is the remains of the furniture particularly noteworthy? Does it have any qualities that I could maybe make a society check on, or is it just kind of all a little bit too decrepit? To, like, what exactly are we digging into? Um, I don't think that's ever been uh, specified for. Well, you don't know. You don't know what you've been digging into. A lot of this stuff is it's exploration. Um, you do what something that is kind of relatively well known is that. The Arthen, a species from long ago who are extinct, um, used to mine this world. Um, there might be some settlements, there might be some stuff, but this is, in particular, is where Cabbage wanted digging to be done. As, as far as you know, like there, there's nothing saying, like, this is remarkable, but they seem to be interested in something. So, uh, apparently this room, like, none of the, uh, like remains of the furniture or anything nothing and it looks particularly noteworthy i mean if you want to like start i think i think some i think a couple techs like tech people come in start scanning some things can i like pick up like maybe a a remnant of one of the uh various like decrepit like scraps of furniture what have what have you and see if i can't like 
see if I recognize the design or anything from any of the history stuff I've learned. Um, I, I think you know that everything, like, it's it's in keeping with other Arthen, Arthen-y objects that you've seen. Like, it, it is, could have been, like, a standard issue chair. Um, there's, there is definitely more of a, um, there's a metal chair that is kind of intact that it's like that that's a chair question do aubrey tools have cameras on them or can they have cameras on them because i'd super be taking pictures right now yeah they totally have cameras on them zero is just like ooh, and taking pictures of everything even though they're probably not going to turn out because it's dark and gross and dingy they also have lights on them (laughs) she's not clever enough to put on the light first (laughs) she's too excited even though even though everyone else in the room has their flashlights on from their she, only tools. She takes like three pictures and someone takes a little weird look at her and then she realizes and puts on her light and takes more pictures. <laughs> it's the equivalent to not taking the lens cap off of the camera. She's just excited, okay? Uh, I think this this um, researcher that kind of gave you a weird look, just don't touch anything. I promise. Fingers crossed. She crosses the wrong fingers. She like crosses her pinky and index because she doesn't actually know anything but the saying. <laughs> this one is relieved to see the structural integrity of this site of excavation. It has sustained the test of time. And I'm going to turn to uh, Lady Cabbage and sort of gesture with unlock and tentacles. Would you like to continue? Why, yes, I believe... We need to walk just down this corridor. You look to where she's pointing, and it's a, it's a, there's a door, but it's closed, so you don't know that it's a corridor. Are there multiple doors? There's like a door on either side of like this kind of desk area. Um, she points at one of these and motions for one of these guards to open it, and it indeed reveals a corridor further into darkness. This one finds your aptitude for directions. Quite, quite remarkable, Lady Cabbage. It was not sure which corridor to begin, to begin its excavations, and is impressed that you, that you are so instantly aware. It, this, this one is curious. Have, have you done these sorts of excavations before? I take it you're one of the, the folks I'll be working with on this site. Uh, my name I might as well tell you, is Jackie Cabbage, which, uh, Nate, Kane, you recognize as a name that has been used by someone at some point. I am following them, by the way. Wherever she goes, I am following at a safe distance and observing. Um, Last name, that makes so much more sense. (laughs) Do you say that out loud? (laughs) Yes, I do say that out loud. I think because the room echo is a little bit echoey, she kind of hears it <laughs> and kind of glances over in your direction. I wave. And Kane, you're right next to Zero, right? Yeah. She kind of starts a little bit as she's kind of glancing over at you at over and I look at my hand as if my wave I did something wrong waving. I'm sorry, is waving offensive in your culture? I didn't mean anything by it. P- please do not be alarmed by it's by its friend here. Um, this, she is a very talented engineer. If, even if her way with words is sometimes leaves room for improvement. 
I'm attempting to improvement. Sorry, improve. It's nice to meet you. I'm Zira. This one is also honored to make your acquaintance. This one's name is Ozai Leander. Oh, and this is Carl. It's good. It's good. It's good to meet you, Ozai Leander, Zira. Carl, is it? <clears throat> yes, uh, Carl Loomis. Uh, it's nice to meet you, Miss Cabbage. Carl Loomis. Interesting name. But we are here for uh, something much greater than introductions. So let us be on our way. How is anybody supposed to know when we're using fake names in this game when a legitimate character name is Jackie Cabbage? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay. You'll see. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> As you start to walk down this corridor, she says, So, Ozzy... You spend a lot of time in these ruins, taking an interest in the Arthen. This one is a humble historian. The, go- the goings-on and rich histories of the people that came along before it is of greatest interest to it. It is only a recent arrival in this dig site, but its work, its colleagues have been have displayed incredible kindness and generosity in allowing it to take part in such a uh, incredible operation. This one has also lent its talents to serve the dig. You may consider it as a temporary employer for this operation. I am here in the pursuit of knowledge and and history, much like yourself. This one is in the pursuit, yeah. That's a that's a noble goal of you. Ain't that right, Carl? Think that might be noble? Searching for knowledge? Depends what kind of knowledge you're looking for. I like knowledge. Do <laughs> 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 I get your all perception to see how you <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why, but my character has just developed into very obnoxious, and I'm going to play it this way no, for the rest of amazing. the game. I... Yeah, this is great. This party has two presents total as, as a group. Well, no. Zero chill. Each of you has two presents, and it all shows differently. It's great. I, for one, never had much interest in history until recently, but We'll see what's down here. I'm interested in history. Same you might here. say ancient history to some. I mean, it is a ruin, Carl. Okay, can I make perce- can I make a perception check? <laughs> Does, can we get to I don't inside? have enough like information or... on any of these people to feel like I need a perception check, so I'm trying to take everything on face value here. I I don't yeah I don't know if there's enough here for you to well I I think you you're you you seem to have noticed like tension or something right yeah no I, I'm just going off the fact that there seems to be just, some just obvious tension bit. going on right now I, I know none I of these people I take everything they're saying at face value I like yeah I, over I quietly I, to Carl and I'm like okay there's something going on between you two is this some kind of Turian flirting because I don't think this is how it works with humans. <laughs> like I'm saying this quiet enough that I think no one else can hear. But of course it echoes so everyone in the room can hear. I can't I can't hear echoes very well with the suit. <laughs> everyone just awkwardly looks around. Uh my dear Zira, I dated a Turian once and uh 
what I found is Tarians tend to be very awkward with their flirting. Aren't we all sometimes? I think you get to the next door in this corridor, and uh, it opens into a, a dark chamber that it's hard to see because it is clearly much bigger than the previous one. You shine your lights up into the room, and uh, the ceiling is a fair bit higher. But otherwise, there's um, something that I forgot to mention is that... Everything is on fire. (laughs) She has been followed by kind of like a little drone. Could be a camera drone, just kind of floating along behind her. I think more I think what actually happens is they open someone opens a briefcase that was being carried and it rises out because I don't want to retcon. Ooh, can I do like a like a science check on that to see if I know anything about the model or anything cuz that's something I would be really interested in. Yeah, go ahead. Um mechanics or maybe physical science? Probably physical science, right? Oh man, I know a lot about this. 3 successes and 2 advantages. Okay, yeah, uh, you recognize it as a, like, it, it's clearly a modified drone chassis of some sort. There are drones that are used by news reporters that that will float in a much similar way, um, but it's a little bit bulkier. And I think as it kind of lights up, you notice that it might be able to conceal other instruments inside of it, whether that's digging or whatever instruments or weaponry. It, it seems to have thicker plating than usual, so it might be more likely to be weapons or at least heavier um, digging utensils, but a drone isn't really used for digging, so it could be like a personal Ooh, thing. It's a very sturdy looking drone you have there. Is that a custom job or did you get that from one of the manufacturers? Sorry, it's just a mechanic's curiosity. Why, yes, you have a good eye, Zira. Uh, this is a custom drone. Personal, personal favorite, you might say. Useful for a great many things. Ain't, ain't that right, EB? Uh, it makes a little bloop sound. <gasps> See, I'm not the only one who names my droids Barry. I, I think you say this to the room, but Barry's not actually here. <laughs> yeah, Barry's not in the room. He was left outside. I just say, oops. Okay, so um, the, the, dro- the drone lights up, um, produces some light to kind of shine on the room, and it is a circular room with a ceiling but it has a hole like there's there are actually holes kind of looked like they might have been dug into the ceiling from creatures i mean this or water or there's there's a lot of stuff that could be down here can i shine my light through the holes yeah uh you shine it into the hole and you can't really see past it because it curves and it's it's fairly big it's like five foot diameter i think okay um make make perception checks Uh, is this a particular difficulty Two purples and a black dye. Three successes. It's a wash, though. So nothing, but not Two bad. successes and two threats. Okay. Zira is trying to take photos, but uh, is too busy trying to get the camera to work properly. Ozzy, you see something glinting on the wall um, about 20 feet down the side, and Kane, Carl, whatever... You notice what look like scratches next to these holes. And 
there are there's dust and debris on the ground, but you notice that there might be some kind of furrows in the ash and dust that has been collecting here. Like something has been here recently. Something not humanoid. I'm, I'm gonna first shine. I'm gonna try and shine my light on whatever I saw the glinting from. Is it still there? Or what, do I see anything? Or was it just? Or can I still not make out anything behind beyond a faint glint? It it just kind of glints, and Jackie is like, "Now where is it? Should be right around." As she starts to walk down towards that area, Miss Cabbage. This one overheard you were searching for something. This one seems to have found a object of interest. Perhaps our interests could overlap. And gestures to wherever the heck I'm shining my light at. Before that gets resolved, can I tell from the scratches and the debris what made these holes? Or I think not with your threats but you do know that something did make these some maybe something's living down here something's in here everybody keep your eyes open i stop looking at my camera this one appreciates the warning but it is nonetheless dedicated to to its goals very well it shall make haste she starts walking towards the glint so uh just to be sure, like, I can only, I can hover. I can't, like, actually fly. I'm pretty sure. Actually, um, according to the rules, you can basically fly. Oh. Can I, like, fly down the hole, then? <laughs> down? You want to fly into the hole? Yeah. Um, to be clear, uh, the glinting is not in the hole. The, the hole is in the ceiling. The holes are in the ceiling. Oh. And the glinting is just kind of along one of the close walls. Okay, so it's not, it's the glinting is, is coming from one of the walls. All right, can I like just go up to that wall and then inspect it then? I was, yeah. I was under the impression it was, I could see the glinting from one of the halls coming from the ceiling. That's reasonable. And then someone who had planned this out better might have put it there. <laughs> but yeah, you and, you and Jackie walk toward the thing. The, the glinting. You have a very good eye, Ozelyander. You may refer to this one as Ozzy. It finds it easier to pronounce for some of its friends on the workforce. <laughs> wow, a progressive Hannah. Very progressive. And so I'm going to um, sort of say, this one is flattered by your compliments. In its field, this one has found it useful to have a sharp eye in during excavations and on that note i'm going now that i'm sticking my big jelly eye equivalent right up to this glint uh, do i see anything noticeable yeah uh so both of you are now right there in front of this thing and there's a crack running through the wall totally a vertical crack with as well as a horizontal crack. And in the at the point where these two meet is a silver sphere about, like, it could fit in your hand, just kind of embedded into the wall. What do you make of this, Ozzy? Ah, uh, good question. Have I seen anything like it before? No, you have not. Strange. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't look anything like the Arthen technology that you found. It, it looks... 
quite a bit different from the material that this place is made out of. Uh, I'm going to get close enough that I can see what the artifact is and see if I know anything about it from my memory banks. I follow. Again, uh, you do not. Well, you know what? No, you, you don't know. You don't know anything about this. All right. Fair enough. I am... I am... It is afraid, Miss Jackie, that this object is appears to be an anomaly. This one does not believe it to match any of the architecture or previous excavations this one has made. Nor does it, nor has any object of this, of its like, been documented by this one's studies or com- or colleagues. In- Why, you would be correct in your musings. Perhaps we should get it out of this wall. And she reaches out to try and grab it, and she pulls, and it, it, it doesn't move. <laughs> it's pretty stuck. I have a laser. Do you now? Would that help? Uh, I pull out the fixer. Sorry, Ozzy, do you think it would be safe for me to try to cut around this to remove it? This one is, uh... It'd be safer than how Barry would do it. This one has its concerns, but its current solution does not feel much safer. Please be careful. Um, <laughs> and then I'm going to sort of gesture you, because, I mean, I've seen you do mechanic stuff before, and and their current solution, it's fully aware, might damage it even more. <laughs> I'm, I'm precise, though. I'm not a bad... I'm a good mechanic. I'm bad... I'm a terrible yeah, no. character, but I'm good. <laughs> All right, what do I have to roll for this? Uh, we've been working together. I, I trust you. Um, again, mechanics versus two purples. Uh, one advantage. Hmm. Okay. Can we at least say that it was, the thing wasn't damaged? Uh, it, yeah, that's that's definitely the case. But you you try to cut it out, but. As you're cutting around it, you realize that be- because of you're trying to be really careful, you're cutting around the rock. But the way that cutting around things embedded in things is, you often have to get somehow behind it too. And that will take some more time. But I need everyone to make a vigilance check. Okay, how hard? It is going to be two red dice and a purple. Should I spend? I have, like, four greens for this. Should I spend a story point to make one of those a, a yellow? I got two threats, so you might want to. <laughs> yeah, I I would say that might be a good idea. One of his green. Okay, I got a failure, so... Just a failure. So now it's three greens, one yellow, versus one, one purple, two red. All right, decent odds. One advantage, one failure. Good. Oh, dear. Okay, so... Some, I think with your advantage, you look around as you're cutting away and you realize that one of the guards that Jackie brought into the room with her isn't here anymore. I am going to uh, turn to Jackie and says, do not, I do not mean to disturb our operations, but while it has ideas upon how to extract this artifact, um, I must ask, were there not, were you not accompanied by uh, two colleagues of yours? Well, yes, what are you talking about? And she looks around and she realizes that 
Yeah, there's only one guard. Fred, where did... Where did... I don't want to say George. Uh, that my instinct was George. Oh, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> Benjamin. Todd. Where did Ben? Where did Benjamin go? Um, uh, he he was right here. He, he was right here, Miss. Um, I I didn't I didn't see him go anywhere. E.B., did you see anything? I think it just. I don't. I don't think it reacts. Right, this one would like to politely advise. Uh, Miss Jackie, you, Miss Jackie, and to to keep your remaining guard close, we this it would like to make one more attempt at dislodging this artifact, but then it suggests we will we must leave shortly afterwards. Um, so I uh, I agree. Kane discreetly draws his pistol. Very smart. Zyra, you seem to be having difficulty. What is there a specific? Was there a specific problem perhaps uh i just can't get behind it yeah i basically you're just gonna take need some more time at it if it is a force from behind the artifact that you've acquired perhaps this one could be of assistance and you can see their already fluorescent jelly body begin to glow well i guess i'm gonna need to make a biotics check to see if this works (laughs) i think it is going to be a hard Biotics check with a blue die. So that's three purples, and then one blue, three greens, and one yellow. All right, I have faith. Three successives, one triumph, three threats. Okay, that's a lot. Oh, I like it. It works, but there's something that could happen. One triumph. Okay, interesting. Uh, We'll resolve this. So it definitely comes out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sure does. If you want to describe ripping this out of the wall. They raise, like, one tentacle, as you can see, like, fluorescent glows arcing throughout throughout their body as the artifact slowly begins to sort of jiggle a little bit and after a little while pops out and floats seamlessly into, uh, into one of their sleeved tentacles. <laughs> Not the one with the army deal, the other one. Okay, the other ten, the other ten, the other, the other sleeve tentacle. I have two sleeves. One of them is for the obitual. The other one is for this. Kane is completely dumbfounded. Zero's just jazzed. You can tell somehow through the suit she's just super excited. I didn't know you had biotics, Ozzy. That's so neat. I've seen a lot of shit in my life, but I have never seen a Hanar use biotic powers before. Good job! And she holds up one hand for a high five. I am surprised as you are, Carl. That's that's some impressive work, Ozzy. Uh, but be- as she's saying this, so I don't know what the triumph is going to be, but I know what the threat is. As you, like, you ripped out a bunch of stone, and it kind of, it... It's like it was holding up some of the wall, and it just collapses. And uh, behind it, you can see lurking, just like staring at the group of you, this horrible creature. It's about five feet long as you shine your lights on it, and it just kind of stares at you. It's about five feet long. It has six legs um, that end in just these wicked slashing claws and um, has a like beaky face, kind of like a bird, very slashy. 
and on its two front claws paw areas it has like a lot an extra long spear like claw it's like a horn it's like a narwhal tusk it's like two feet long it hisses at you ready to pounce For announcements regarding this production, you can follow us on Twitter at DiceWeavePod. Kane Victus is played by Nathan Bertram, who can be found on Twitter at BertNerdTram. That's B-E-R-T-N-E-R-D-T-R-A-M. Zeratum Nar Novum is played by Mackenzie Easton, who can be found on Twitter at Kenzie Phoenix. That's K-E-N-Z-I-E Phoenix. Both can also be found on their podcast, Rainbow Connection, and with me on their other podcast, Video Game, The Movie, The Podcast. Ozai Leander is played by Will Leet. I'm Alex Conwell, your host, game master, producer, and editor. I can be found on Twitter at Conwell underscore Alex, or on Facebook at Alex Conwell Creative. I also wrote and performed the original music featured in this production. If you want to support the podcast or hear updates about my other projects, consider becoming a subscriber on Patreon at Alex Conwell Creative. The logo for Diceweave was created by Allison Healy, who can be found on Facebook at Allison M. Healy Illustrator. That's Healy as H E A L Y. The role playing system used for these episodes is Genesis, which was created by a very talented team of designers formerly working at Fantasy Flight Games. The Mass Effect universe was developed by Bioware and owned by Electronic Arts. The Genesis adaptation of Mass Effect used in this production was designed by Blue Sunrise with feedback from the Genesis homebrew community.